Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben Levy Griffiths, and today I am drinking a Timothy Taylor's Bolt Maker, which is very, very nice. And joining me this week, we have... I'm Tony Conway, and I'm drinking a Brewdog Clockwork Tangerine. Ooh. I'm Chris, and I'm drinking a... Um... I'm going to go say mocktail, given the amount of alcohol it's probably got in it, of like uh, lem- lemonade and orange juice and grenadine, because it was nice and it's what I had around the, the house. Nice. Should put some rum in it, maybe. And I'm Alid, and I'm drinking a Copperberg strawberry and lime cider. Oh, very nice. So, what is the Infinite Escape Room? While it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with, but this one stretches across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. And because it's infinite, there is no end. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next in one big never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room, while the others try and solve it. If we don't escape within 30 minutes, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit, which this week is the country's supply of personal protective equipment, PPE. I feel under an enormous amount of pressure. Are we ready? Yes. Born ready. Then let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, our puzzlers escaped the geometric chamber and found themselves in a corridor, being approached by a robot. The robot loomed over them, sporting a pair of tank tread wheels, a long metal torso, and two tubular arms with flexible fingers. Atop the cylindrical body was a black visor screen with a digital face, which winked at us. So I'm doing the puzzle this week. Not found a good uh, transition for that yet. Ben, who's doing the puzzle this week? Oh, that's me. (laughs) And this is my puzzle. (laughs) Thank you. The robot speaks to you in a warm yet metallic voice. Hello, my name is Malleable, but since that's a bit of a mouthful, most people call me Merv. An outstretched hand contains a small box with a button on it. Pressing the button, you hear the following. Freedom is in the eye of the beholder. Omin- ominous. As Merv starts to tell you their life story, you notice the digital screen wrapped around the whole head, and on the left-hand side is what looks like a clock counting down. Thinking that you're looking over their shoulder, Merv quickly and rather unexpectedly whips around and then looks back at you with a confused look, which gives way to alarm. The time. Merv explains. We've got to get you out of here. As you ask why, Merv just tells you that there is no time to explain before grabbing Alid and pulling him down the corridor. You all hurriedly walk down corridor after corridor. Each corridor looks the same, but Merv seems to know the way. Suddenly, you hear something up ahead. Merv pushes you through a door as you hear gunshots. Merv follows you into the room and pushes the door closed, panting heavily while slumped against it. You don't know who was shooting, but they're banging on the door now. Merv's leaking oil, and that digital face has been replaced with the digital clock counting down from 30 minutes. Question. Why is the robot panting? So I wondered this, um, <laughs> but I couldn't, um, I couldn't answer myself. <laughs> uh, is, has he got some sort of module to make him feel more sympathetic to us, to make him more human, to try and put I guess us so. at ease? Cool. I guess so. All right. <clears throat> Okay, so your time started. Uh, so the room you're in is a squarish room. You are standing on the, the wall that is at six o'clock. And I'm going to go around the room clockwise. So on the wall to your left, you can see a cupboard. In the top left corner, there is a corner desk. Uh, you can see a poster above the corner desk and uh, there's some stuff 
on the desk. Uh, directly in front of you, on the, uh, on the opposite wall, there is a large metal door. On the right-hand wall, there are ten smallish hatches, and in the middle of the room, there are two trolleys. What would you like to do? I would like to have a look in the cupboard on the left, please. Sure. So you uh, walk up to the cupboard. Looking inside, you can see a number of surgical instruments. Ooh. What kind of surgical instruments? Um, You can see some scalpels, some pokey things, some tubey things, and some clampy things. Sorry, I I realise I'm not a medically trained professional, (laughs) but uh, what what were those again? Those very important medical devices. Um, They were some scalpels, Mm -hmm. some pointy things. Pointy pointy things. What's a pointy thing for? How do I use it? Jab it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor, we need to jab him straight away. (laughs) I'll get the pointy thing. Stat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, so there's sort of um, surgical equipment in there. Cutty thing, stitchy thing. Yeah, there's some threads as well. There you go. Sutures. Um, What does the poster (laughs) above the desk look like? So the poster above the desk is in two halves, left and right. The left half has a black background, um, and uh, on that black background there is a um, a white spot and an, a white arrow pointing left. The right-hand side of the poster is a white background, and uh, on that background there is a black horizontal line and a black arrow pointing right. So black is right. Except the background on the left is black. But the arrow on the left is The arrows point away from, from each other, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a circle on the left and a line on the right. Okay. Yes. Cool. Uh, what's on the table, on the desk? So on the desk, you can see um, a small pile of notes, a PC that is turned on, and a book. Can I have a look at the PC? Is it like logged in? PC is logged in. Um, it appears to be in sort of a kiosk mode. You can't see sort of any um, sort of taskbars or anything like that. Uh, would you like me to describe the screen to you? Um, first, I'd like to try and get past the kiosk mode because that's always good fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you let him describe it, there might be a big cross in the button that you just can click just on. Describe the screen to me, it's fine. Uh, I was going to say, uh, attempting to press the keyboard at the moment, a button on it sort of uh, emits a short beep from the from the PC. Is it like a, like dunk? Error noise. Yeah. Like find yeah. a USB port and plug a mouse in, and no, funnily enough, you can't see where the tower is. <laughs> okay. oh, it's just a loose monitor. So is it an all-in-one? <laughs> Quite possibly. Is it yeah. an iMac? Like I'm, t- I'm taking the case off. <laughs> um, so describing the screen, the uh, sort of top two thirds of the screen are made up of ten boxes. Um, there's uh, one to five across the top, and uh, six to ten across the bottom. Two, three, and four are greyed out. And then what's on the bottom third of the screen? The bottom third of the screen, uh, there is a small input field where you could fit four characters, presumably any character on the keyboard. Uh, There's a submit button. And then there's a toggle on off and toggle lock unlock button. Uh, They're both greyed out at the moment. Is there anything on the post-it notes? Uh, Sorry? They said there were some post-it notes on the desk. Uh, I said that there were a few notes on the desk. Oh, I got it wrong. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this appears to be sort of three, uh, like, cards. Would you like to have a look at them? 
Yes, please. Yes. So the cards are ready made up. They have a number printed in the top left-hand corner, and they have uh, like ready printed name, occupation, and description. Uh, would you like me to read them in the order that they're stacked? Yes, please. Okay. Whoever's uh, written on these has written on them with like uh, wet ink and has smudged heavily a lot of the details on here. So for the first one, which is uh, has a number five in the top left-hand corner, you cannot make out the name at all. It is completely and utterly smudged. The occupation is astronaut, and the description is keep cool. <laughs> okay. This sounds like the Next. wine the wine cellar one. <laughs> the, uh, the second uh, note has a number seven in the top left-hand corner. Mm-hmm. The name is R Cottage. That's R as in the, the letter R, not our. The occupation is retired, and the, there is no description. Can I just ask, is there a field for description with no text, or is there just nothing? Uh, there's a, a field for description with no text. Cool. And the final card has a number nine in the top left-hand corner. Uh, the name is smudged. The occupation is beekeeper. And there is no description on this one either. And nothing else? No other uh, cards? No other cards. Could we have a look at the two trolleys? Sure. Um, so the two trolleys are sort of waist height. They've got sort of like uh, a large pan on it. So it sort of slightly dips in the middle so that things wouldn't roll off easily. Uh, and they're on wheels. They're all sort of made of stainless steel. Nothing in them? In the pan or anything like that? Nope, nope. They appear to be completely clean. Can we move them if they're on wheels? Uh, you can do, yes. Is there anything underneath them? There is nothing underneath Can them. I sit right. on one of them and Alid spins me round? Uh, you can do. You feel slightly Whee! dizzy and uh, mildly <laughs> queasy. Um, so the, the, the long row of metal doors on the right-hand wall, um, yes. are there numbers on them? There are. Uh, would you like a description of the wall? Absolutely. As it sort of yes. looks? Yes. Yes, please. So this wall appears to mimic very much the p- computer screen in terms of the fact that there are 10 doors, one to five across the top and six to 10 across the bottom. Uh, each door is numbered and each door has an LED in the top left-hand corner, an LCD display in the top right-hand corner, and there is a handle in the middle. And what are those displays? And uh, are there any of the lights on, any of the lights off, the um, little LED lights? Shall we go through one to ten what each of them look like? Absolutely. Yes, please. Okay, so number one, the LED is off, the door is slightly ajar, and the LCD display is off. Number two, the LED and the LCD display is also off, but the door is closed. Uh, This also has a a keyhole in, which none of the other doors appear to, to have. Number three is exactly the same as number two, except without the keyhole, uh, as is number four. Door number five, the LED is green. The LCD displays minus 50C. Yes, that's, that's number five. The LED is green. The LED is green. Okay. And it's closed, yeah? And the door is closed. And it displays minus 55. Uh, minus 50. So that's the astronaut who's being kept cool. Card number five. Yep. Number six is exactly the same as number one. Everything seems to be off and the door is slightly ajar. Number seven... The LED is red, and the LCD display reads plus 2C. Number 8 is exactly the same as number 1. Did you skip number 7? Oh, sorry, no, no, ignore me. That no, was no, number no. 7 I've, that I just did. I've I've missed seven, I've now number 8. Sorry, that's my bad. That's fine. Uh, number 8 is exactly the same as 1 and 6. Number 9, 
it's same as number seven. It's got a red LED glowing and it's got plus 2C on the LCD display. And then finally, number 10 is exactly the same as one, six and eight. So we've got these index cards for five, seven and nine. So five is kept cool. Yeah, seven is, is red and set at two degrees as is nine. So we know those things map. That's handy. So the the hatches with partially open doors, can we go and look inside, open them up a bit? Uh, yeah, so you go and have a look in turn in each of the four that are open. There appears to be sort of a slidey out bed in them, but other than that, they're sort of like uh, a metal box um, with nothing much to see in them. They're all, all empty, essentially. They're all empty. You could uh, you could fit a body in each of them. <laughs> Good to know. They're quite Wow, good. that's um, rather morbid. So on the computer, we've got on, off, submit uh, next to the text field and lock, unlock. So what were the, were there any instructions? What were the instructions for number nine, the card, sorry, the description? Uh, the, the nine uh, had um, no name. The occupation was yeah. beekeeper and there was uh, no, no description. description. Okay, fine. Um, Did we ever check if there was anything on the the desk in front of the poster? I, I was right, didn't I? Uh, there was also a book Ooh. on the on the desk. Yes. Can we have a look at the book? Sure. It's a book called The Telegraph. Uh, it appears to be about the history of the telegraph. Oh, right. Can we have a quick flick through? Anything interesting in there? Nothing sort of at the moment appears to catch your attention. Telegraph. Um, okay. Right, I'm going to start trying stuff on this, uh, the computer device. Can I press... Uh, can I press sev? No. Ooh. So, um, sorry, just one uh, one thing that I may have missed out before. Currently, number five is selected. Oh. In in what way does it say five in the row? Oh, there's a sort of like a, a little sort of outline around the around the door, and sorry. it corresponds to the uh, to the green LED on the door. Something I've noticed is the only the only doors that are shut that are not disabled on the computer screen are the ones that have cards mm-hmm. because like i'm going to try a safe one and like unlock one that's not maybe in the right place but there isn't one so two's got a key over it or a key uh, sorry a keyhole on it that yeah i feel like that's relevant um I, I don't know what to do with that information but it feels like it's relevant i'm just gonna hit i'm gonna hit submit once i press submit um you hit submit and a prompt comes up and says uh door already unlocked and that was on five can i go to five and try and open it of course uh you can open the door okay what's inside uh inside appears to be a spacesuit yeah mm. okay perhaps a body this in is a, a bit, suit. this is a bit creepy can <laughs> i peer inside the spacesuit uh, well, you can only really see like the boots at the moment. Do you want to uh, try and um, grab it out onto a trolley? Is there is there a trolley there? That to, to, oh, I have to use one of the trolleys in the centre of the room. Yeah, I'll grab it out onto one of those trolleys. Okay, so it takes all three of you to to pull the the uh, base suit uh, out of the out of the cold store and onto a trolley. Mm. Why do I feel like it's the three of us? Because it's a body. um you can uh there's certainly some weight to it so it's a big space suited body like you would uh, expect to see an astronaut on a uh, like a spacewalk the only remarkable thing you see about it you can't see through the visor but you do see a series of dots and lines on the chest of the spacesuit would you like them yes please you get a dot and a dash then a dash and a dot 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 then a dash 
dot dash dot. Whoa, 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 whoa. So we've got dot dash space dash dot 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 space dash dot dash dot. Correct. And then finally, dash. Cool. Um, I mean, there's we've got a dot and a dash on the black and white poster. Anyone know Morse code? And we've got a book that describes telegraphs. That's true. Good point. Um, so dot means left and a dash means right, potentially? What What I think we should do is look at the other two bodies. The, yeah, can we open yeah. the other two doors? So you go to the other two doors and they appear to be like... Go to the computer, uh, type, in, uh, type in seven, flick the toggle to unlock and hit submit. Okay, so you hit seven. The lock and unlock buttons are still greyed out. It looks mm. like you need to type in some sort of a passcode oh, into, the, into okay. the text field. So I guess these... That takes four... Yep. So I guess these Morse things are numbers, maybe? Or... Alternatively, what card was corresponding with seven, did we think? The card was our cottage retired. Right, there's nothing in there that's four letters. No, I mean, the the spacesuit is there and it's got these four... It could, it could be up and down the number line. It could be up and down the number line. Just, yeah, it could be. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, oh, am, am I allowed to use a Morse translator? I mean, or can we look in the Telegraph book? Does it have a... Um, Morse so you look into the Telegraph book and uh, as you flick through, you uh, you see that there's a Morse code table. Oh, <laughs> God, I flicked through it already. <laughs> yeah, but at the time you saw nothing relevant. <laughs> Oh. The magical book that changes its contents depending on what you need it's it to book, give you. It's the book of requirements. It's D&D rules yeah. wiring. It's, yeah. uh, I'm, you didn't know it was relevant <laughs> at the time. So would you like me to just translate it for you or would you like to read out the marks I'm to me and I'll tell you? you translate Tell us the numbers. Fantastic. So this gets translated to A, B, C, T. Ooh, A, B, C, T. Do we have a full keyboard on the computer? A full okay. keyboard. Well, then let's type in those letters, yeah. Well, let's tie that in as our input, yeah. You type in A, B, C, T and uh, hit submit, and the on-off lock-unlock buttons are enabled for number seven. Right, so we press seven. Can we unlock it? Let's have a look at this retired person. Uh, You unlock it, and the LED on the door number seven turns green. So can we go over and have a look? You can do. Uh, you pull out the body. This time you don't need to put it on a, on a trolley if, if you don't want to because um, it's sort of at sort of waist height anyway. There appears to be a woman under a sheet. Ugh. I feel I feel weird about pulling the sheet back even though this is imagination. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, let's do it, I guess. She can't hurt us. She's not real. As you pull the sheet down, you notice that in the abdomen, there Ooh. is just a massive bloody cavity. Jesus, Ben. Ooh. Sorry, there were also gloves in the cupboard. I forgot to mention that. Oh, oh God. Right. Aren't they on deposit, though, the gloves? <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick up the PPE. I'm going to put it on my hands. We'll get the visor on you. We'll get the apron. Yeah. Yeah, yes, please. I'm going to go for rummage. And the can, you, can, I have rummage? A, can I have a sick bucket? Can I have a sick bucket, please? Don't... There are no buckets in this room, I'm afraid. Oh, I hold my, I hold I my hands under your mouth just, um, and look encouraging. I don't know, there is a bucket. It's, it's, it's got a big hole in it. You could just... <laughs> oh. yeah. Okay, I have a rummage. Placing your hand in and rummaging around, your hands grasp a small box-like object. I'm going to pull it out. You pull out the small box-like object and you have indeed found a box. <laughs> Covered oh. in gore. Can so, I open it? 
After I've got rid of all the gore, can I can I open it? You cannot. The box appears to have a seam around the middle of it. And on one of the faces, you see a small line match up with the other one. It seems that you can sort of twist the box left and right. Um, can I t- twist it to, to match up the line? Uh, it's already matching. Oh, I reckon. I'm just going to keep have a go at twisting it. See what so can I, can I make a suggestion? Start it at the line. Ooh. And then uh, mm-hmm. for the code that we had previously, the dots and dashes... For every dot, turn mm-hmm. it to the left. And for every dash, turn it to the right. So do one turn yep. to the left, Good. one turn to the right, right again, left, 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 right, yeah, left, yeah, right, yeah, left, yeah, right, right. Fantastic. Yes. The box clicks open. Inside the box, you can see a toe tag. Uh, the toe tag has a couple of words on it and some numbers. The word says beekeeper. And the numbers say Three, five, four. Oh, so this body's in the wrong... Oh, wait, no, we need to... The, the tag matches up with the different... Is there a name? Yeah. Is the name readable on the toe tag? Uh, there is no name. They're in the wrong one. Right, can we can we go and open number nine? If I press nine, will that unlock? Uh, you press nine and uh, all of the buttons are uh, disabled. Okay, can I put in the code 3541, please? Uh, you can do, yes. You hit submit and the other buttons are enabled. Right. Awesome, can we... Unlock nine, please. Uh, you unlock, and the LED on the on door number nine uh, goes green. Can we pull the body out? Uh, you can do. Someone else is coming yeah, yeah. around in this inside this one. The body appears to be a body of a man, once again covered in in a sheet. Can we take the sheet off, please? Of course, you lower the sheet, and nothing remarkable is sort of seems to be about this man. Uh, but he does seem to have his fists clenched. Can we can we um, force his oh. fists open? Um, of course, uh, you force his fists open, and in each of them is a bumblebee. Uh, oh. Now, I wonder if um, the letter B twice might be relevant in some way. I don't know. Um, hmm. He's quite literally a beekeeper. Indeed. Yeah, see, with the spacesuit earlier, I was expecting this guy to be in an apiary outfit. But apparently not. Um, I thought we were going to have to do some sort of weird dress up, and I was really worried about what the retired outfit was going to be. Like, there's a cardigan, oh some slippers, I don't know. Um, Multiple shades of beige. <laughs> um, or given, wow. given, you know, how long people are living now, a motorcycle, because that's when you have a midlife crisis when you retire. Um, okay, so the, the, the one thing that I think we haven't, well, one thing that we haven't found a link up for yet is freedom is in the eye of the beholder. That was the thing that the robot box said to us at the beginning of this. And I don't know if that's relevant at all. Yes. But let's not forget it. Um, so two, three, and four are blanked out on the screen. What's that about? Um, mm-hmm. hmm. And we've got some surgical stuff in the cupboard. And we've got two bees. two bees. Maybe we're supposed to dissect the bees. Um, we got scalpels exactly. to do it. Maybe we're supposed to dissect the. Um, what if the we remove the stingers? Mm. I don't know how that would help us, but just you know, so that we're safe, if nothing else. Yeah, Free- think... freedom is in the eye of the beholder. Can I pop the eyes out of ah. the uh, the two bodies, please? <laughs> of the two bodies, or just I'm the go one? With the one, the one that had the bees in their in their hand to start with. Okay, so uh, you take a look at both of the eyes. Oh, beholder! Oh, oh yeah, I only just realised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thick. And, um, uh, Jesus. Pop. And one of the eyes seems to be a glass eye. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna pop it out. 
So you uh, you pop it out, and uh, behind the eye puns. is is a key. <laughs> Congratulations, you have found the Mortu key. Yay! How long do we have left? Uh, you've got uh, about seven minutes left. Okay, can we can we use the key to get out? Uh, out of where? Well, I think the key. I think the key yeah, opens number two. I think this is a multi-key oh God, solution. Not the key. Or, or no, no, it's Fucking not over yet. Seven minutes. We're have to do quickly. more depraved things right. to corpses. Can we? Um, do whatever the key. Whatever we're supposed to do with the key, do with the key. <laughs> that's number two. Number <laughs> two. Number two, number two has got a keyhole on it. Don't have to shove it up there. Yeah, that's it. Swallow <laughs> it. Not, yeah. not that compacted. <laughs> You place the key into the keyhole on door number two. Uh, you give it a twist and you can feel it unlocking. What would you like to do? Can we open Keep it up? Keep twisting it. Unlock it. <laughs> Just open it up. We want to get... Okay, going. so, so you, uh, you go to open the door, except the hinge isn't where you think it should be. The hinge is actually to the right of number four. All three doors swing open in one sort of big door and behind you find a cavity. Ooh. I would uh, perhaps suggest that you all get in the cavity because uh, the door looks like it's about to give way. We're all going to get in the cavity at once. Excellent. Clambering into the cavity, you swing the door closed as you catch a glimpse of the previously locked large metal door swinging open. With a click, you are safe from whatever you left behind. The cavity you're in smells damp and there is limited light. You notice that the walls and floor are wooden, but the ceiling appears to be soil. As you start to panic about being buried alive, a fist punches through the ceiling, covered by a fingerless glove bearing an emblem of a triangular spacecraft set in front of a celestial globe. Two more follow the first and drag you to the ground above. Two women and a man, doggedly dressed in khaki clothing, stand before you. Behind them, you notice a helicopter, ready to go. And you escaped! Yay! Mm. <laughs> okay! We've escaped. Wow, that was that was bonkers. <laughs> I don't know what happened at the end. It's it's occurred to me that we left malleable Merv the robot bleeding oil behind. You did, yes. That was unfortunate. But was he a was he a baddie? Is that no? He appeared to be helping was... you. Shit. Why? Yeah. Can I can I add my uh, my notes to the uh, Patreon? Please do. Cool. Please do. Well, yeah, I'm going to do the same. If you want to photograph your notes or, or send me your notes in whatever format you like, I'll uh, I'll get them on the Patreon I'm, page I'm, as well. I'm, done them on ipad they're all like oh very fancy properly, properly fancy just pdf them up done thanks very much for listening you can subscribe to us on all of your favorite apps feeds itunes and at our website www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com you can follow us and get in touch via facebook and twitter at tier underscore podcast if you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. And we're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash the infinite escape room, where we have a number of tiers sporting perks such as shout-outs, access to an ep- access to unedit- unedited episodes, and more. <laughs> I'll just pick an old one out. <laughs> The robot's back. (laughs) We love you lots. And we'll see you next time in another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Hello. Welcome. My name is Charlie Bond from Deadlocked Escape Rooms. And tune in next... Not next week, is it? It will be next week. But also, hi, I'm another random voice, James Hamer Morton from Deadlocked Escape Rooms 2. I'll be there too, mainly because we live together and there's no way of getting away from me. So we're we're on next week to attempt to solve an escape room. And hopefully you guys can listen along with us as we 
bimble our way through doing someone else's puzzles for a change. If you'd like to, in the meantime, check out some of our puzzles, you can go along to deadlockrooms.com. You can either play our previous game called The Insiders, or you can check out our new game, which is called The Seistress, in collaboration with Siren Brewery. Hopefully it'll be out by the time this podcast is. If not, you've got some secret information. Look forward to it. Deadlockrooms.com. 